Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, welcome back to the Dream Planning Podcast. Today, we are going to dive straight in and talk about dream blockers, dream blockers, things that are holding you back from pursuing your dream and achieving your dream. And we all come up against these in our day to day, no matter what your dream is, big or small, we have to face these dream blockers. And sometimes we face it at the beginning, sometimes it's at the middle, sometimes it's at the end of a dream. um, And sometimes it's like the whole time. And so these are really big. And we're going to talk about fear of failure, And then also comparison and competition. So I guess the question is like, have you dealt with these? When you look at a big dream, do you think about failure and have fear of failure? If so, you're completely normal. (laughs) That's pretty much everybody. And my passion in life is to help Christian dreamers pursue and achieve their dreams. And I see this come up time and time again. We get so excited at the beginning of a dream. And then as we start to work on it, these are these invisible walls that come up and it feels like we can't break through it. All of a sudden we start thinking things like, oh man, someone's already done this. Or what if I fail? Or, oh my gosh, what are they going to think? Or, you know, someone else is already doing a better job. Who am I to even do this? Um, Oh gosh, this is just going to fail. And then maybe someone comes in your life and they tell you it's going to fail. You know, I call them um, border bullies, which is a, uh, from a book called The Dream Giver. One of the things in that book is about these border bullies that come up to you when you're at the edge of your comfort zone and they try to stop you because they don't want you to fail. And sometimes they mean well, um, sometimes they don't know what they're talking about. It depends on the person. There's a big difference between um, godly counsel and border bullies. Um, and I've experienced both of those things. But we're just going to really hone in today on the fear of failure along with comparison and competition, because those two dream blockers are huge. And I really want to give you some tools, help you reframe it a little bit so that you can keep taking steps on your dreams and not get hung up here. We have to go ahead and expect that these dream blockers are going to come in. So here's the reason we have fear of failure. Ready? We don't want to experience pain or shame. And we feel like, okay, if I fail, it's going to hurt and it's going to sting, and it's going to be embarrassing. Who wants that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't want that. I'm very risk adverse, not risk adverse, pain adverse. I do not like pain. My name is Polly Payne, and I like to stay as far away from pain as possible. But here's here's the truth that I've learned, and this is something I learned when I was reading Erwin McManus's book, The Artisan Soul, way back in 2014. And it's that we are designed as humans, in our humanity, in our DNA, we are designed to dream, to risk, 
and to create. I'm going to read you a little quote from that book. And if you haven't picked up that book, you need to go and just pop over to Amazon, pick up this book. It says, since part of our creative responsibility is to move from imagination to image. Let me just backtrack what he's talking about. As humans, we are designed to think of things and then create them. That's what we've done our entire life as a society, right? Someone thought of the wheel. Someone thought of toilet paper. Somebody thought of how a toilet works. I'm sorry that they're all like toilet themed, but like these are life necessities that like if somebody had not dreamed it up, we wouldn't have it. That's why dreams are so important. Like it changes the world and it's that's part of our creative responsibility as humans. Since part of our creative responsibility is to move from imagination to image, we need to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and allow our imagine once again to be the playground of God. And once our dreams and visions are the material that have passed that have been passed onto us by divine imagination, then it's time to dream, to risk, and to create. Erwin goes on to say, true creativity does not come easily. Creativity is born out of risk and refined from failure. So what does that mean? It means failure is good. Failure is good. Failure is important. It's critical. It's critical. Think of how many people failed. I'm talking about the Wright brothers here. How many times they had to fail before they actually invented the airplane to fly. You know, they had to embrace failure. You have to embrace it. Um, I love Sarah Blakely. She's the inventor of Spanx. She started her business with $5,000 and now it's a billion dollar business. And it's not about the money, but just her story of embracing failure. Her dad embraced failure at the dinner table. They would sit around the dinner table and he would ask, what did you fail at today? Because failure was actually applauded, which is kind of opposite of what we learn. I don't want to fail. Well, what if you reframed failure to be something really important in the creative process? Even if you don't fail, like let's say you try some dream and you don't fail, guess what? It's still going to be a little painful. It's going to be difficult. You can't fully avoid difficulty. You're going to have um, a hard time either way. And I don't say that to discourage you, but growth, change, um, Becoming the person you're called to become requires growth. Growth requires change. Change can be painful. I'm a big pain avoider. I've already admitted that. I'm a big fan of efficiency. I would like things to be easier, <laughs> you know? And I like to create systems so that things are easier, especially in my home and my business. Um, but the truth is, fruit grows in the valley. The journey of pursuing the dream is what shapes you to be able to maintain the dream, sustain the dream. And it's important. You can't skip the steps. You can't skip the steps. And if you're feeling that fear of failure and you're like, but Polly, I'm scared. I'm scared. Like I'm scared that if it fails, I just don't know if I can handle it. Well, another reason we become scared with our big dreams, and this one is going to be a little bit of a gut punch. You ready? Another reason we get scared about failure is often our dream is so wrapped up in our self-worth. 
our identity, our value. I'm guilty of this. There's been times in my life where my business, or even before I started Horatio, how successful I was in my corporate career, was wrapped up in my self-worth. If I hit my numbers, if I hit my goals, if I hit my sales quota, whatever it is, I'm valuable. My boss is proud of me. Somebody's proud of me. And it becomes my identity. And guess what? That's an idol. That's an idol. Tim Keller says, if our identity is in our work rather than Christ, success will go to our heads and failure will go to our hearts. Hear this again. If our identity is in our work rather than Christ, success will go to our heads and failure will go to our hearts. So we have to make sure our identity, our self-worth, is fully saturated in who Christ says you are. You are a child of God. You are the head, not the tail. You are loved. You are adopted. You are, you know, just jump into your Bible and see what God says about you. That is where your identity comes from and your self-worth. And I think for me, if I can get my identity out of the dream and really surrender the dream to God, then I'm not going to have that fear of failure so much. So hopefully this is kind of helping you. Risk is important. And for me, I like to take what I call calculated risk. Ultimately, um, you have to eventually, when you step out and do something, take a risk. You have to surrender that control because you can't control everything. As much as you want to, you can't. You can only do your best. Here's how I like to take calculated risks in my business, in my life, all things. I ask myself three questions. Ready? The first question is, what's the upside? Like, let's say I am trying to launch a new product right? What's the upside? Well, it could do really well. I could, I do my math calculations of what it costs me to make, what I can sell it at, what my return could be. And I'm like, all right, what's the downside? Okay, well, if it doesn't sell, I will have lost this much investment, you know, this, that, and the other. And then the third question is, can I live with the downside? It's a great framework to help you take calculated risks And answering those questions will help you see, is it worth it? Does this make sense? And of course, you have to pray to God. If God has put something in your heart um, and he has, you know, been very clear to do something, then, you know, that's beyond this calculated risk framework. But this is, I'm just giving you a tool that I like to use when I'm taking a big step. We have to take a step of faith and we have to risk in order to see God's supernatural hand take over. For example, let me just let me just paint this for you. So I was starting Horatio Printing back in 2014. It was a huge risk. But here's the truth. I was still working my 9 to 5, you know? Like it was a risk, but it was a calculated risk. I knew if it failed, I could live with the downside. Yeah, there would be some, you know, embarrassment if it failed, like, but at the end of the day, it, it didn't. God blessed it. But if he hadn't, God would still be good. I just wouldn't have quit my nine to five. I didn't quit my job before I made my first planner. You know, like I still had my job. I just did it on the side. I had to work extra hard to have that, you know, moonlight type of thing or side hustle. Um, and sometimes, honestly, to this day, I'll pray for things not to take off if they're not for me. Like I'm very clear, like God... Um, I'm going to do my best, but if this is not for me, please let it fail. And I'm fine with it. Like if anything, that's God closing a door of something I don't need to do. 
And then often it's like, oh no, it took off. <laughs> like it's working. But at the end of the day, I still have to do my best. I have to do what I can do in the natural, in this world, so that God can do the supernatural. He puts the super on top of our natural. My pastor back in Orlando, he used to say, um, God will do what you cannot do, but God's not going to do what you can do, right? So we have to risk. We have to do it. So just to wrap up on this concept of failure, failure is good. It's actually necessary. I started a business that failed before Horatio, before I got here. I'm sure you've had some things you failed out too, but that doesn't mean that the next one will, okay? Your identity must be in Christ so that our success doesn't go to our head and our failure doesn't go to our heart. So let's jump over to competition and comparison. This is a big one. And I think it's grown so much, especially in social media. And I'm sure you've heard so many people talk about, no, social media is a highlight reel. It's not real. Um, But we still get caught up in it. Isn't that wild? Like, as much as we hear, like, social media is just a highlight reel, it's like we still don't believe it. Like, I think some people think, oh, Horatio Printing must be, you know, this uber successful, super easy, beautiful, nothing ever goes wrong behind the scenes. Um, because our Instagram's pretty. (laughs) That's not true. You know, everything in life, big dreams, they have obstacles, but that obstacle course that, that is attached to your dream is custom made for you. And ultimately it makes you stronger. Like I said before, to maintain the dream, to sustain the dream, to grow the dream. You learn as you pursue your dream. And what I've really learned in terms of struggling with competition and and comparison is I have to have boundaries. I have to stay in my lane and look to God for validation. Because we're going to see other people doing well. We're going to see other people doing the exact same thing that we're trying to do. And maybe it looks like it's easier for them. And it's so frustrating, right? Or maybe we see people that are five steps ahead and we're like, gosh, I wish I could just leapfrog, right? The lesson to me for this is boundaries. Maybe you have to stop following certain accounts. Maybe you need to just take a social media break in general. I see competition and comparison being a huge dream blocker for people, especially in my lane, which I help people start their own business And I see this so much. They have a great idea. And then as soon as that great idea is like they've they've written it down, they've expressed it, it's becoming a little more real, these thoughts come in to kill it. Like, you know, I saw someone already doing it. Oh, you know what? And then they were already doing it better. And they already have a following. They already have customers. And like, "Ah, I just, this is just not going to work. I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. Um, People are going to think I'm crazy. And, you know, whatever. People aren't going to, take the action. And it's true that we can't control that. But here's the good news. There is space for you. If it feels like someone's already doing it, guess what? That doesn't matter. There is space for your unique touch, your unique heart, your unique network, your unique fingerprint. It's so critical to create from your heart. Not to copy other people, but there's nothing wrong with gaining inspiration from those you admire. I think it's just so important if you do enter a space, maybe start a business where there's other people in that space, you have to know your why. You have to have your branding that is unique to you so you're not just constantly 
you know, following all these wild hairs and trying to do what everyone else is doing because that will become so incredibly overwhelming. I've struggled with this for the past eight years. So I know how this feels like watching other people launch planner companies or when I first started following along with the the bigger names in the industry and just feeling so small or so scared and just feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to quote unquote make it. And here's a fun thing. And I do have a really incredible surprise for you today. In 2020, I felt the tug to start a new project. Um, I'd had people over the years ask me, who's your printer? How do you make your planners? Can you make my planner? And I finally decided to share my trade secrets, my process, and basically help other people with a creative spark in their heart, build their own planner or devotional or journal. I had some tension, truly. I had some because what if somebody just becomes more successful? What if someone takes my customers? You know, what if they have my printer and I don't know, like I just had some tension. I've gone through so many trials in creating Horatio Printing to learn the shortcuts, to build my systems, to learn how to distribute the products, how to market it, how to design it, how to you know find the right printer and the accessories and bundle it. And after I had my baby in early 2022, I just went for it. I launched Print School. <laughs> I launched Print School and it's been the most freeing experience to just stare my fear right in the face and realize it wasn't that scary. You know, there's space for all of us. And there's things that we are designed to create. We are, as humans, are designed to dream, to risk, and to create. And it's been so fulfilling to watch these now 37 incredibly talented students who have enrolled create their dream product. They're on their way to creating their own planner, their own devotional, their own journal, and they're all at different stages. And here's the surprise. Ready, guys? I have one student who is out in front of the pack. She kind of had a little bit of a leg up when she started print school. And her name is Kiana. And she is launching her planner today. Oh my goodness. I'm so stinking proud of her. She's doing a Kickstarter. And yeah, I'm 1,000 million percent going to promote it. I'm launching my planner next week. But guess what? There's room for all. And in the spirit of empowering other small business owners, empowering other women, supporting other businesses. I just want to promote her. I want you to go check out her Kickstarter today, right now. One, two, three, go, because I am so proud of her. You can go to Kiana's Kickstarter. I made a little link for you. It's HoratioPrinting.com forward slash Kickstarter and then the number one. So that's my Horatio Printing is H-O-R-A-C-I-O printing.com forward slash kickstarter then the number one i have the link in the show notes i am so proud of her she's following the steps she's stepping out into the unknown she's taking a risk and if for those of you who don't know what kickstarter is kickstarter is basically a crowdfunding platform it's essentially pre-ordering so you pledge a certain amount like i think it's like 30 or 40 bucks and you get the product you basically get to be an early supporter you get a great early bird price And I teach all my students how to do this in order to help fund their dream. And it helps take some of the risk out for her. Um, And it's so fun. I did a Kickstarter for Horatio Printing Dream Planner back in 2015. And so it's just such a great way to come together and help support a dreamer. And her planner is the Embody Joy Planner. And you know what? Why don't we just bring Kiana on the show for her to tell you a little bit about her planner and we can celebrate her launch day together. So Kiana, are you there? 
Hi, it's Kiana. I am so happy to be on the Dream Planning Podcast. For those of you who do not know me, I am a wife, mom of four wonderful children, and I am the creator of the Embody Joy Planner. And I am so excited to announce to you that we are launching today. Yay, on Kickstarter. I am so excited. And it would mean the world to me if you would check out my Kickstarter page and share it with your network, friends, and family. I have a bunch of rewards, including special early bird discounts, so please check it out. Yay! I'm so happy for you. So tell us a little bit about you. As I mentioned earlier, I'm a mom of four small children, ages seven, five, two, and six months. I'm a wife. I've been married for over seven years now, and I have an interior design company. So as you can imagine, my life is extremely busy. Yes, I'm so excited for everybody to check out your Kickstarter. Remember, go to this link. Go right now. It's uh, HoratioPrinting.com forward slash Kickstarter and the number one. And I'm honestly just so amazed and inspired that you have pursued this dream while being a mom of four. That is no joke. I have people ask me all the time how to balance you know, my home and being a mom and then trying to start a small business and you're doing it. It's, it's truly such an inspiration to watch. My life is extremely busy. That's why I created this planner as a tool to help me and other busy parent entrepreneurs prioritize what's most important and to create more joy in our lifestyles. The purpose of this planner is to encourage parent entrepreneurs to create a joyful life of balance without overwhelm. It's designed to help you achieve the most productive, gratifying, and fulfilling life possible through clarity, productivity, reflection, building healthy habits, and prioritizing, truly being able to embody joy in your daily lives. I absolutely love it. Obviously, you are speaking my language, and I just love your vision and heart around your planner. And honestly, I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey to print school, um, how that's gone for you, because it's been such an honor to give you the tools and resources for you to say yes and to actually, you know, put rubber to the road. While working on my planner, I saw that Polly was launching print school and I had to enroll. It was during the perfect stage in the development of my planner where I had the design created, but I still needed assistance with getting it printed, marketing it for purchase, and honestly, avoiding having to go through the trial and error phase that could potentially delay my project. Print School has been such a major part in my process, and I'm so thankful that Polly created something like this for other planner creators. Yeah, I'm just so proud of you. You are the first print school student to make it to cro- across the finish line to be here on launch day. And I could not be more proud of you. And if you guys are listening and you're like, I want to create a planner, or maybe you have a really great idea for a devotional or a journal, you don't have to have it all done when you show up to print school. We actually give you the resources to ideate, um, design. We even give you design templates. We give you design training. So you don't have to have it all done before you show up to print school. We take you, like we handhold from just having an idea all the way to the Kickstarter and then eventually to actually distributing and selling the product. And so I cannot wait to follow along this journey. If you're listening, make sure you go and you check out this Kickstarter, share it with people. It's such a beautiful planner. You've done such a wonderful job. Um, I'm just so, so proud of you. I'm so excited to get this out into the world and into the hands of those who may benefit from it the most. 
So please visit my Kickstarter and share it with your family and friends. Thank you again, Polly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm extremely grateful for you and to have Print School as a resource during this journey of mine. What you're doing with Print School is truly remarkable and selfless. I'm looking forward to a successful campaign and to continue to utilize Print School and all of its resources. And thank you, Polly, for your support of the 2023 Embody Joy Planner. Yay! So make sure you check it out, share it around, support a dreamer, guys. If you're listening to this, the Dream Planning Podcast, go support a dreamer. Even if you just want to go give $5 to her campaign, if you want to go give $100 to her campaign, go support a dreamer. It's been such a fun journey. I love that when folks enroll into print school, I actually get to do a call with them to go over their concept. And when I met Kiana, it was so fun getting to hear her vision and her dream. And she's naturally a designer. And so that's why she had a little bit of a leg up to kind of crush the course pretty quickly. Um, But there are folks right behind her that are about to launch um, their products into the world. We have someone creating a beautiful planner. Someone's creating a beautiful devotional right now all sorts of different things. And I'm just so, so grateful to play a part in helping other people dream and risk and create. And so I hope this episode has kind of helped you um, think about the fear of failure in a different way. Think about competition and comparison in a different way. It's so important to just stare your fear in the face and realize it's not that big and you'll survive. (laughs) And honestly, it'll make you better. And so I just want to encourage you dreamer out there listening um, to keep taking steps towards it. Keep making time for it. Okay. Because it's your time investment that's going to actually move the needle. And you know, your dreams are worth it because you're worth it. Okay. They're important because you're important. You are created in the image of God. You are creative. Your life is your canvas. And I just want to encourage you to keep taking those steps. Remember, make sure you um, check out her Kickstarter, HoratioPrinting.com forward slash Kickstarter. And if you are interested in enrolling in print school, head over to HoratioPrinting.com forward slash print school where you can learn all about it um, and enroll today. I would love to welcome you into the course. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick five-second review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Horatio Printing or Polly underscore pain. Simply take a screenshot of this podcast episode, pop it into your Instagram story and tell me what you liked about it. Be sure to tag me so I can repost you. One last thing before you go, if you have a dream to create your own planner, devotional or journal, I would love to teach you my method for how to print your thing. I will teach you how to design it, how to print it and how to distribute it. I give all my students access to Horatio Printing's printer, and I will even buy your first sample for you and teach you how to do a Kickstarter to get all the pre-order money you need to get it printed. Sounds like a deal? Head over to HoratioPrinting.com backslash print school to enroll in print school today. And remember, you are so loved.